This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Liverpool Blood Red Podcast. I'm Dan Kay and I'm joined here by Matt Addison uh, and we're just going to have a little chat about uh, the latest whys and wherefores around the Reds on the back of uh, today's 2-0 victory at Anfield over... Um, who did we play today? It's been a long day, hasn't it? <laughs> Watford, Watford, Watford yes. that's who it was. Um, we'll, we'll, it was a, a bit of a hard uh, slog for the Reds today, but they got the three points. Matt has actually been uh, up at the academy this afternoon, haven't he, watching uh, the under-23s take on Chelsea, uh, and it was 1-1. Um, tell us how that went today, Matt. Yeah, so uh, Chelsea are top of the table. They haven't lost all season. Really, really good side. Obviously, as we know, over the last few seasons, we've seen a lot of them in, in FA Youth Cups and, and that sort of thing. So it was a really difficult game, really windy and, and horrible, as it always mm. is over in Kirby. Um, so, uh, yeah, as you said, one each. Curtis Jones was on the score sheet. I think Liverpool probably just about deserved a, a point on the day, but Chelsea certainly missed a, a number of chances and... Chelsea had a player sent off towards the end of the game as well, and you sort of thought that maybe Liverpool would would kick on, and and it you know it was one all at, at that time. Maybe they could go on and, and find a winner, but mm. as it turned out, finished one each, and and Chelsea could have could have gone on and, and gone on to win even even with a player less. So yeah, uh, a difficult game, but I would say the the story was more the players who who didn't play, considering the games that Liverpool have got coming up at mm. first team level, rather than than those who did today. Um, well, you mentioned Curtis Jones, and he was the Liverpool goal scorer today, but uh, he was taken off at half-time. What can we read into that uh, in advance of uh, the Carabao Cup quarter-final at, uh, at Villa on Tuesday night? Yeah, I mean, certainly it, it certainly looks like he's going to be going to be playing. I, I did actually speak to Neil Critchley after the game and, and sort of tried to, to press him into an answer one way or the other, but he was keeping it coy, of course, as he would, and I think over the next couple of days he said they're going to make an assessment and, and see who's going to play. But certainly there was a, a little bit of a smile on his face when mm. he was saying that. I think it would be a massive shock if, if Curtis wasn't wasn't playing. I mean, he's, he's such a, a confident player, a confident boy. He's, he's only 18, but he's captain in the, the under-23s on a, a regular basis. And whenever you speak to him and, and the players uh, and anybody around the club, really, he's so highly rated, not just as a footballer, but as a captain and mm. as a person as well. And I've written something today on him as well, just sort of looking back at, at the game today about how he's not necessarily a, a vocal player or someone who's going to you know, shout and, and sort of do that side of, of the captain's job, but he just leads by example. He, he gets on with his own job and does that absolutely perfectly week after week. Yeah, and, and that's why you know, Jurgen Klopp has started to kind of introduce him into the first team picture a little bit more. He made his Premier League debut last Saturday at Bournemouth, didn't he? Um, it's a really big opportunity for some of these youngsters on Tuesday night with obviously the bulk of the squad will already have flown out to Qatar for the World Club Championship, which obviously we'll, we'll get on to shortly. Um, what, who will be the real names along with Curtis that, that Reds fans will be tuning in on Tuesday night uh, should be looking out for? Um, I think it, it's quite tough to tell. I mean, I think Nico Williams, of course, is, is one that, that people have been talking about. People will have seen him in, Did the, in very the last well. round. Arsenal, didn't he? Yeah. Absolutely brilliantly, brilliantly um, against Arsenal, and that was his, his first senior appearance to, to sort of play against a, a team. You know, they were they were much changed Arsenal as well, but they were stronger than yeah, our lineup. Weren't yeah, they, it, they, yeah, it was still it's still a big team, and, and in front of fifty four thousand people, it's it's not an easy task, of course, and. He's had a, a lot of injury problems over the last couple of seasons and to sort of see that 
the development has still t- took place, even though that has been the case, is, is great. And I think certainly he'll be looking to play. I think with the lack of, of centre-back options that Liverpool have got mm. at the moment, they'll probably, Sepp Vandenberg will, will probably get another go and Keanu Hoover as well. I think that'll probably be uh, the two centre-backs. So certainly lots to watch out for there. But Harvey Elliott, I think, is yeah. uh, is nailed on. He was one who, who didn't play today for the 23s, I think probably w- with that game in mind. Mm. And I don't know um, how how changed Liverpool are going to go. Um, I'm not sure what you think about this, but potentially there's there's going to be a maybe a, a Leighton Clarkson or a, a Jake Kane coming into the team. Mm. Just even if they're on the bench, I mean, they, they played a full 90 minutes today, which would suggest maybe they're not going to start on Tuesday, but just to, to make up the numbers with obviously so many of those first team players being away. Um. <coughs> There was a suggestion a couple of weeks ago that some of the youngsters who will be involved at Villa may then fly out to Qatar for the latter stages for the final. Is 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 that likely to happen? Has there been anything further on that? Um, as far as I'm aware, that is the plan at the moment. Yeah. From, from speaking to people around the club today, um, it seems to be that Curtis is probably one who's going to going to do that. Probably Harvey Elliott as well. Um, yeah, the the plan is, I think, for them to to play on Tuesday, which I think makes absolute sense mm. it's an opportunity that they wouldn't ordinarily have got to, to play yeah. a first team game and I think it's absolutely the right thing to do I think I'm not sure how many there'll be probably four or five of them that, that play on Tuesday and then go over and join up with the rest of the squad but yeah it's it's just a massive massive opportunity and but the but that the, those that will potentially be involved in midweek in Birmingham and then at the weekend, there's no suggestion that any senior players will be left behind. As far as, no, no, no. As no. far as I'm aware, it's it's going to be a very youthful team. Yeah. I mean, th- there is a, a possibility, of course, that there might be one or two, but I think Jurgen Klopp will want to keep sort of the mainstays of his team together. It would almost be a, a little bit disrespectful to to leave behind, say, an Adam Lallana or, mm. or a James Milner. I mean, not not that they take it the wrong way or anything, but. I think uh, they'll they'll probably just travel with the first team. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so moving on to um, Qatar next week, um, the World Club uh, Championship. Uh, it's been a, a long build-up. Obviously, Liverpool have, have known that they're going to be involved in this for, for some months now. Now that it's actually here, just how important is the, is it? Uh, live, this will be Liverpool's fifth, fourth, fourth, 81, 85 and 05. This will be Liverpool's fourth uh, attempt to become world champions. Um, I've have heard some Liverpool supporters suggesting that really it's only a, a trinket and our Liverpool, the, the Reds' priority should absolutely be on the Premier League and Champions League and, and nothing else. How 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 much importance do you place on it? Um, I think for me personally, I think it's just a, an opportunity, as you say, to to go and win a trophy and, and something that Liverpool haven't done before. Mm. I think it it just makes sense to to sort of treat it as what it is, which is a semi-final and a final. I think there's there's still an opportunity to to maybe rotate the squad a little bit. Mm. I mean, the opponents are, are starting to become clearer, you know, as, as we, we should know now. tonight, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, whoever Liverpool play, I think they'll be, they'll be favourites. They'll take it seriously enough, but I think, you know, There'll there'll be changes, but but why not take it seriously? I mean, you're going over there yourself, aren't you? So I am. I'm, I'm going as a supporter. Um, booked it a couple of months ago. But, you know, for me, it's uh, it's hugely important. I mean, I think it's always been a big deal to the South American teams, um, and there's been a suggestion that maybe English football doesn't take it that seriously. Um, you know, maybe that's because English English clubs have competed in it less often 
than than the South Americans. I think from Liverpool, you know, without getting all political, Liverpool is a city that does look outwards, does see itself as a European and a global city as much as anything else. And the sense I get, you know, not just from my mates who I'm, who I'm going to be going out with, but in a wider sense that we've always taken such great pride in Liverpool being, what, now six times champions of Europe. Um, but we've never actually been able to put that crown on, on ourselves and say, you know, we are the world champions. And particularly the last, well, 14 years ago, uh, when we played Sao Paulo in Japan, having, uh, having won the European Cup in Istanbul, I remember feeling absolutely gutted when uh, we lost 1-0 very narrowly, pretty much battered the Brazilians for 90 minutes, had three goals disallowed. And, um, you know, I, I, I really hope that... Um, the season that Liverpool have had, they've made such giant strides, not just this season, over the last 18 months, but it would feel like the natural progression, you know, having become European champions, then become world champions... And then, even though it's slightly reversed, as we all hope, you know, we're all hoping later in the spring, uh, maybe the, the domestic champions on top of it. But it, it can only be one step at a time, of course. But um, yeah, the, the, I think the build-up really kind of starts in earnest now that we've got today's fixture with Watford out of the way, um, and uh, we'll obviously have plenty of content uh, and talking points before, during, and after uh, both matches in Qatar. So obviously make sure you you stay tuned to, to the Blood Red channel uh, on YouTube and, and, of course, the Echo website. Uh, just to kind of wrap up, we'll just have a, a quick chat about today's football. Uh, what did you make of the Watford game? Yeah, um, it, it kind of went roughly how I thought it might go, where mm. Liverpool would, would do enough. You know, I think if Liverpool play at their best, they, they're more than capable of, of putting five, six, seven past Watford. Yeah. But there's no real need to do that at the moment, is there? With with so many fixtures to to come up, um, I think Liverpool just did enough. I think they were a bit lucky with some of the chances that mm. they gave away. That was a, a slight surprise for me. Just quite how open and you know what Watford are not a team who've scored that many goals no. this season. So yes, yeah, slightly strange, but look, job done. Yeah, I think it was always going to be one of those games. The fact that it was Nigel Pearson's first game in charge, I think if this fixture had been a fortnight ago, I think it would have gone completely differently. But it's his first game, obviously, he's come in there with them being rock bottom of the table. And his first job is to make them obdurate and hard to to beat and hard to break down. And and they did that while at the same time actually probably posing more of a threat attacking-wise than... I think we maybe would have anticipated. Uh, and, you know, we, we've, we've got a story online of, of, of him talking after the game, Nigel Pearson, the new Watford manager, saying that he was he was encouraged by his team's performance, but ultimately they had to bow to Liverpool's superior class um, in, in the, uh, you know, particularly in the forward positions. But I, I think it was, you know, I think the other factor you've got to bear in mind as well is that even though it was, it was four days ago now, Liverpool did have a very intense... Champions League fixture, which even though a 2 0 victory in Salzburg in the end looked relatively comfortable, for that first 55 minutes or so until we got our noses in front, it was everything was very much on the line and they had to put an awful lot into it. So, as you say, I think, I think it was job done. Sometimes when you have these kind of fixtures just before a big, glamorous cup tie, it's, I mean, I think we've seen in the last couple of years the professionalism in this and the dedication in this Liverpool team is second to none. <clears throat> but they wouldn't be human if. There isn't a slight element of <clears throat> let's get the job done without keep, you know, without getting injured and with, and with keeping enough in the tank. And they did that today. And <clears throat> even if Watford did have a few chances, so did so did we. To be fair, and it could have ended up maybe four or five, one or two instead of the two 0 But three points, job done, and that extended the lead um, at quarter past twenty past two to eleven points. I think most of us were expecting that to be cut back to eight when Leicester City took on. Uh, Norwich City at three o'clock 
but that wasn't the case and it ended up 1-1 at um, uh, the, the, the Walker Stadium. Is it still called the Walker's? No, the King it's not. King Power, isn't it? Sorry, yeah. showing my age there. The King Power <laughs> Stadium with Leicester actually going behind and then uh, pulling a goal back, but they weren't able to get it over the line. So Liverpool's lead is now 10 points. It's a very healthy advantage that with as we approach the halfway point of the league season. Yeah, a, a massive shock, really. I mean, I sort of was looking at that game thinking, you know, of yeah, course, Leicester are going to win, you know. Mm. Um, but then, yeah, as I was at the academy this uh, this afternoon doing my copy, writing up for the website, and the guy behind me was going, oh, Norwich, Norwich are 1 0 up mm. here. And, you know, half time, I sort of asked him again and was just expecting him to go, oh, you know, it's two on Leicester or whatever. But, but no, it wasn't. So, uh, yeah. A healthy lead for Liverpool. You don't want to go too far and no. say it's done or anything like that because there's such a long, long way to go. But I think, yeah, it, it sets up next week nicely as well because, of course, Manchester City play Leicester next week. So As as the final in Qatar kicks off. Yes, yeah, at, same at the time. same time. So someone somewhere is going to have to drop points and mm. Liverpool can capitalise that once they return to England. So, yeah. Interesting times. Yeah, it, it's a great position to be in. I mean, I'm chatting to one of our photographers here. I don't think he's a Liverpool fan. Said, um, oh, it's all over. They may as well just give you the trophy now. And, you know, if it hadn't been for, I mean, I've of an age when I can remember all the, the kind of near misses we've had in the last 29, 30 years. But the re- the fact that we've, we've now played 17 league matches, is it? Yes, I think so, yeah. 16 wins, one draw. Yeah. It's a phenomenal record, but it's we've still got more than half the league season to go. So... <clears throat> Still a lot of football to be played, but I think it's fair safe to say there's 19 other teams that would gladly slot, swap positions with the Reds at the moment. So um, let's hope it's a good week of cup football. Um, and of course, Liverpool's next league fiction now will be against Leicester on Boxing Day. Mm. That's a long way off. Uh, we're, we're getting our cup heads on now. Uh, and of course, we'll be having lots of build up to both the games at Villa and the trips to Qatar uh, right the way up until Tuesday and into next week. So make sure you stay tuned to the Blood Red channel and, of course, the Echo website. Uh, and we'll keep you posted with everything that's going on. You've been listening to the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red channel.